Precinct 4, in the 10th district on the plain of Ravnica. Ravnica, for those who are unfamiliar, is a city that spans the entire plain. It is home to the 10 guilds of Ravnica, organizations formed to end a war between 10 armies that ended when the leaders, known as the Perrins, signed the guild pact forming the guilds, providing each a role within the infrastructure of the city. The Azorius Senate acts as the legal body. House Demir is the information guild. The Cult of Rakdos provides entertainment and labor. The Grohl clans maintain the wildlife and wild spaces. The Celestia Conclave conserves and provides for those without. The Orzab Syndicate is both the religious order and the banking system. The Izzet League provides engineering and science. The Golgari Swarm handles waste and agriculture. The Boros Legion acts as the police force. The Simic Combine works to handle the health of the city. There are also the Guildless, who account for half of the population, filling in the other gaps that arise. Of course, over the 10,000 years, the way duties have been handled has changed, and eventually the Guild Pact, the magical treaty that governs the guilds would break, but that story is told elsewhere and does not define what happens here. The 10th district is notable for holding the headquarters of all of the guilds. It is massive, and contained in the borders are six city-sized precincts. Precinct 4 is interesting, an area home to the Boros, Izzet, and Grohl headquarters, or at least as close as the Grohl come to having one. But this is not a story on politics, and as your GM, I simply wish to provide you information. As we move closer to the city, we see the hustle and bustle of the Transguild Promenade. The promenade itself isn't too different from an elevated highway, rising high above the city buildings, providing safe passage across the district. It is patrolled by Boros soldiers who are intent on making sure that the traffic continues to flow, while also stopping the errant pickpockets and thieves trying to make their own living. But we move over to the side of the promenade, where, next to this massive highway, there is a small cafe built alongside the column. This cafe is known as Vespers. Three middle tables sit outside, though two of them are currently without chairs, as a small party has met at one of them and taken the chairs to gather around. A woman comes from inside the building with a small tray with everybody's orders. And now we're going to go around the table and introduce everybody and what they have ordered. 
Ours is already sitting at the table. She's leaning back in her chair, adorned in her priestly vestments. She kind of twirls around her golden chain in her fingers as the waitress lays down a cup of coffee beside her. She reaches out towards the woman and hands her a few, uh, let's see. Yeah, she hands her a few copper zips and offers her a friendly smile before reaching for her coffee and taking a sip. And who are you? This is a quick note. I'm Urza von Celestine. No, no, no. You the player. You the player. Ah, I am Elizabeth. Okay, and uh, I'm Clay, or Clayby, uh, and I'm playing Isefe, who is leaned up, uh, kind of back off the table against the uh, against the inn itself. Um, but she's going to come over to the table to get her uh, cup of herbal tea and um, offer the waitress uh, her coins as well. It is also important to note that Asefe is a centaur from the Celestia Conclave. Because we totally forgot to mention that at all. So, Risk is not able to be sitting down because they are wearing, uh, uh, Risk is he, they, uh, is wearing a, a big, uh, set of horns. Um, he has horns himself, uh, but these are really, really large horns that stick out, uh, up and down, uh, at, uh, odd angles that make it very difficult for him to turn his head. Um, and he, uh, is showing a lot of skin, and wearing chain spikes just like this really ridiculous outfit um and uh is in ridiculously tall heels uh and you can see that he has uh, he is rakdos but he seems to have a loxodon warhammer uh over his shoulder um getting in the way of his head garb uh considerably and uh, i think he asked for a water and a mead um, but knocks over the mead as he is trying to grab it with his uh uh with his head uh garb and uh I, i'm gonna call it a head cage with his head cage and um uh then he looks very very cool until he does that and then is very apolog overly apologetic and like oh i it's okay i'll i just needed the water anyway i i just uh, <clears throat> and then goes back to trying to look very cool Oh, and I'm Alvaro. Sorry. Uh... I am Nola, um, and I will, I will be playing Arafine, who is a non-binary cynic hybrid. Uh, and they have not actually remembered to order a drink. See, the waitress has like come up to them to ask, and they got distracted somewhere in the process and have just not shut up about like cynic combine reforms that they would like to see passed. And just constantly, just constantly talking. The last person at the table who has not ordered anything, but who invited you all here and who has been listening to Arafine give this 
essentially a dissertation at this point that has just been politely nodding turns and hands a tin Zeno coin to the waitress. This is a man dressed in blue and black robes, strangely with the symbol of House Demir. As you have received in the letters, and sorry, Arafine, we can discuss things later, but as you all have received in the letters, the Tenth Guild has selected all of you to uphold the Guild Pact. While we have many duties that are hidden from non-Demir Guild members, that is maybe why you have not heard of us. Uh, as part of the Guild Pact, we meet you and pay you for helping to uphold it, and since you are here, you have technically signed up, and there is no way out of this except for death. But none of you need to die. I can be called Chanik, and I am sort of the city organizer for this project. We find people who fit what we need, supervise and guide them, and once the duties are done, you are released to live your life with your new found graces, so to speak. We also make sure that you keep the secret in one of many ways. Trust is the way that I like to use to make sure that the secrets are kept. We do not need you going around spreading word that the Tenth Guild exists and what you are doing for us. Death is an easy way to keep that secret. Magic is a also a thing that I can use, but I keep trust as my primary tactic. In the city, there are four dangers that you must overcome for me, and this is not going to be a bang, bang, bang set of circumstances, but I will send you a note every few weeks or so when there is an alignment, and the session should be done before Grief comes, because honestly, I hate to have to trudge in the cold to meet people. And he kind of sits. Grief is essentially December, like, January, December cold months, and right now it is early um, summer. So, so the NDA, I understand. Is this an audition? Do we already have the part? You have. Okay, and who am I playing? You are yourself. Ah, so like a method piece. Got it, got it. Yes, uh, yes. Arza kind of leans forward against the table and taps her fingers along her mug as she stares down the informant. She says, well, if nobody knows about the Tenth Guild, who's going to believe a bunch of randos running around screaming that they're working for them? There are many people who give too much discussion to rumors, and as soon as someone tries to perhaps verify a rumor, that is when there is a danger of stumbling onto the truth that comes into play. Assuming we're on the right side of that said truth. Isn't it like a problem for promotion, though? Like, how are we going to get people to come and watch this? Like, if we're 
Like, I understand, you know, don't talk about the secrets and everything, but how are we going to tell people to come see I am event, you know? not entirely sure if you understood what you are going to be doing. Do you prefer Risk? Uh, risk is fine. This is not a performance on the stage. This is a performance of duties. Sure, sure. Like so, like is it? Are we guerrilla marketing for a larger thing? You seek to preserve the magic of the guild pact. Uh, I think uh, Risk is like oh, and then winks real big and is like, got it. Uh, since Risk is very confident in what they know. Roll me an insight with disadvantage to see whether or not you get it. Okay. Uh, insight. How do I do disadvantage? Uh, you just roll twice and take the lower of the two. Well. <laughs> two. Yeah. He totally gets it. <laughs> yeah. Uh,. You know exactly what you're doing here, Risk. Yeah. You're not sure why no one else really came dressed up, but, you know, this is your time to shine. Yeah. I knock over, I'm, I like, as I'm nodding, and I like also knock over the water. <laughs> and I'm like, I did that on purpose. We're not going to have to be working together on these, right? You will be. I'm assuming that's why we're here together. That is correct. Oh, that's fascinating. I have so many ideas on how we can work together on projects and we can coordinate and network and organize. And like, we, we really have a communal voice if we just kind of find a common ground to work from, you know? That is the idea here. The Guild Pact is assembled by different guilds coming together, and that is what you are doing here. I love building stuff. But you said, like, no bang, 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 so, like, are we using, like, are we using, like, drills and, sc and screws? When I am saying it is not bang, 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 I mean, the projects that you handle will not necessarily be, oh, here are all the four things that you are doing and you have 10 days to get them. Oh. They will come I'm when they come. I'm assuming our higher-ups and our prospective guilds know that you are commissioning us? They do not, and they should not. If they believe that you know of the 10th guild, that is dangerous for them to know what you know. So they don't even know that we know that you know that we know now. Yeah. Understood. And just as an aside here for the audience, uh, the Tenth Guild is a highly kept secret, which is wild because, like in D and D cards and everything in the sets, it's just like, oh no, there's people who are wearing blue and black robes, and no one ever thinks that it's weird or anything. But yeah, no, this is like a, everyone thinks that there are only nine guilds, so. They're very stylish robes, okay? 
It's in style. Uh, yeah, well, uh, speaking of uh, coordinating, uh, that I do feel like maybe, and I'm like looking at everyone's outfits, like maybe we should have like thought about that a- ahead of time. Like if we if we want to like maybe pick a theme, uh, we could all, you know, get a little bit more on the same page here. Or is it kind of lifts one of her brows and shakes her head she says I will not be taking off my priestly robes to fit a theme man this the, you, you, y'all, y'all are good the, this you're, you're really coming sorry right yes no and I <clears throat> exactly <clears throat> right do you have any spares I could wear priest robes Her eyebrow kind of twitches as she takes a sip from her coffee and sets it down on the table. Looking over towards the informant, she kind of extends her hand out towards him. And she says, do you have any kind of note for us indicating the four tasks? Shanique uh, uh, looks at you for a moment and then turns over and just looks across the, like, massive courtyard. And bursting out from the rubble belt is this this group of Grohl barbarians, along with this massive creature seemingly made out of vines that slams into the side of this building, demolishing it. The... Grohl have driven that creature into a state of natural rage. You must tame it, and it must live. Be quick, though, because the Boros soldiers do not have the same orders. And that's when I'm going to open up Dungeon Fog for everybody. So we gotta subdue it without killing it, if possible. We gotta do it for the vine. It's a and oh man, it's a beast, isn't it? Oh. Animal actors are the worst. <laughs> All right. So, for those of you listening at home, I am crossing together. Uh, I'm going to mute on the video channel on that video channel i'm also sharing my screen in the discord so we're going to take a moment so everyone can get into the discord so you see the four of you gathered around the coffee table with shanique and the waitress is there just kind of trying to do her duties and across the yard where you have lots of people statues and things of that nature is the massive creature made out of vines and a group of roll. Uh, most of them look to just be pretty standard folks. But uh, looks like maybe one of them is leading them. Wow, we have a three-way tie for eight. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm cool with not going first. <laughs> My dex mod is a plus four. Plus two. I have a pl- 
I have a plus two. <laughs> yeah, uh, the order the order for y'all is going to be Arafine, Risk, and then Urza. Asefe uh, got a two. Yeah, so uh, you all are actually up first. Everybody else rolled pretty horribly on uh, initiative, so. Uh, Arafine, you are up first. What would you like to do? All right, so let's see. I guess the first thing Arafine's going to do is start moving to close the distance. All right, do you want a full round move? Um, yeah, I'll do a full round move. My walking speed is uh, 40 feet, so. Yep, so you can move 80. Let's do it. So you start booking at risk. What are you up to? Too far away. I think I'm just running. There. Uh, you know what? I think I start to run and then I take off my heels. <laughs> <laughs> and I am like a solid foot shorter than I was. And then I run full speed. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. And then Urza, you are up. Asefe is the only one left at the table with me aside from the informant, right? Yes. I am going to cast Guidance on Estefe, and I will make my way towards uh, everyone else as well. Uh, doing a full round uh, Guidance? Well, Is that a... Guidance will take my uh, action. Cool. So you just move 30 feet? Yes. Correct. Uh, meanwhile... Uh, up at the top, uh, where the battle is, the sort of leader of the group is going to uh, run uh, and just start yelling at a bunch of people who are just, you know, trying to mind their own business. And they are followed by a bunch of these anarchs who... They're just looking to cost it. It is a motley crew of like humans. There's some goblins. There's some Viashino. And up last uh, is going to be our giant enemy monster who is going to try and move as much as he can uh, to get towards some buildings that it is being driven to destroy. Uh, back at the bottom, SFA. Uh, yeah, no, Sefe's gonna draw her mace and just move the full uh, full distance she can towards directly towards the um, the oncoming uh, gruel. All right. So, uh, you start taking the lead there. Uh, some of the soldiers are up uh, over at the bridge and uh, they are going to start booking it, but as they have to move through people on the bridge, it's taken them a little bit to get there. Uh, so that will get us back to Arafine. Okay, so just to be exceedingly clear here, the only the only parameter is we have to keep the monster from dying, right? And it needs to be calmed down or tamed was the word that right. was used. But the other ones are fine. Yeah, like we don't we don't got to be careful around all of them. No. Okay. Are those Boros guards? 
uh, the yellow figures are. They're Boros, not Azorius, so they will kill it. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Do I have... Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to see... I'm not sure that I have enough movement or, or that I can get there and still act. You're still like 80 feet away. I'm going to check my stuff and see if I have anything that works well at range. So I'll spend the two key points and... Uh, um, whip some water at him. Yeah, they're going to get a dex save. A total of 12, which fails. Yeah, it does. That's 24 damage. Oh, glory be. Uh, does Arabin have any problem killing? Uh, absolutely not. Uh, yeah, so describe how this uh, human growl is uh, destroyed. Um, so I think... Like I don't think that the intent is to kill, but I, but I, I'm gonna say that Arafine doesn't mind killing. So like if that happens, eh, it's fine. Um, Rocky rules. If he dies, yeah, he dies. Exactly. Um, so Arafine is gonna like send that water. Like she's gonna like they're gonna summon it off the arm and just like send it low, and kind of uh, whip it up at the uh, at the guys. Uh, face basically and in an attempt to uh well first an attempt to damage but also if it's if it's going to kill him then like just going to send him flying backwards in a very uh, apparent way for the rest that are nearby yeah so they are very aware of where Arafine is and basically drawing it like they're drawing attention mm-hmm. uh risk it's then your turn um yeah how does the how does the thing look like from where from I, i'm gonna i'm gonna run as much as i can while still being able to use a action um mm-hmm. so uh like it, it hasn't really been injured they're just kind of um what's it called uh goading it. it yeah yeah like okay. this this big thing came in it's going to cause a lot of damage and the girl are like Hell yeah, that's our jam. Um, I think I'm going to. I think I just cast. I just cast fireball. Uh, centered to get the gruel because I want to stop them from hurting it. Uh, and I'm. My guess is that it will not. Someone also just cast water, so my guess is it will be. They can put it out. Uh, that is a very generous estimation of my ability to summon water. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> I don't know if I you've mean, met risk. Generous estimation is all I do. <laughs> Things will be fine. Things will be fine. This isn't as dangerous as it seems. We're not supposed to kill it, by the way. <laughs> sure. We've got a priest with us. I'm saying to the person that I think is a priest, we've got a priest with us. They can bring it back. It's fine. Uh... <laughs> Oh my I'm going to I'm going to roll a fireball. Oh. Uh all right. So and just because it has been so long since mm-hmm. I've done math, uh a 20 foot radius is like 40 foot diameter, yes? Correct. Yes. All right. So <laughs> math uh 
Would Risk have an issue catching other people in the blast? No. Not a, not even close. You mean you mean the civilians? Nice. Yes. Well, they should have thought of that before they came to the show. <laughs> You're just getting mind freaked. I mean, that's just what that's how Rakdos rolls. Like that's the whole point. Like, yeah. they, look, everyone signed the guild pact, and if they didn't, they should have. Uh, all right. So, uh, the save on that, and I'm going to need to roll fifteen. Yeah. Uh, let me quickly see uh, how our big boy is going to do the leader of the roll. Rolling eight d8s. So, uh, whew, yeah, everything fails that roll. So <laughs> what is the base damage that you are doing here? 23. All right. So. I rolled several ones. All right, so the good news is uh, the three minions are dead. The the two that were, like, standing away from the monster are just, like, they have seen their buddies just go up in a ball of flame. Actually, no, that, that lady's on the outskirts. I'll, I'll say that she's fine. Her friend is just gone. Uh, one of the civilians just gets burnt to a crisp. One who was uh, right there with that lady? Yep. Yeah, like... <laughs> Maybe holding hands? Yeah, just like holding hands with a charred skeleton now. We're... We're... We're, we're, we're Tim Burton Mars attacking it. Yeah, so... Uh, Risk just comes in with a fireball, chucks it, and this massive plume of smoke ignites uh, everyone around it. Urza! Hopefully none of them were insured by the church to go to heaven. Uh, what are you up to? Rethinking life choices, I believe. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm still pretty far away, so I'll... Uh, you move up, you are closer to risk. <laughs> um, As... Risk is doing his stuff. Can I uh, sneak my talisman onto, like, somewhere on his back, on his cage, on his horns? Uh, like, you're just going to chuck it and hope Yeah, it sticks. Notice? There yeah. are a ton of spikes, so <laughs> I will say, I, I, if, if, if it can hang on something, easily you could put it on my back. Yeah, like it can. Roll, uh-huh. me a, roll me a sleight of hand with advantage because there are just so many things it can stick to. You got an 18? So it, you just chuck it and it like immediately gets tangled between like two or three like different decorative spikes. Close enough. And uh, with that, the uh, leader of the uh, Grohl invasion party uh, just sees that uh, bodies got murdered and is going to uh, see if they can make it up to you. They're just charging straight forward. Uh, Arafine, do you want to take an attack of opportunity as they run by? 
Absolutely, I do. All right. That's just a basic attack, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that 26 is going to hit. They take 9 damage from that, so are you just, like, chopping them as they run by, or how does that look? Um... I mean, yeah, like, it's just a basic attack, so I think uh, as they're going by, uh, Arafine just uh, kind of whips out a, a fist and just clocks him upside the head. Fair enough. Uh, so, uh, the last two of, like, the basic guys are just going to run towards your party. Uh and that leads us to the leader of this Boros gang. Yeah, they are going to just full move action and try and do a... Uh, nope, they are still too far away to try and use a spell to heal anybody. So, <laughs> uh, but... This uh, fire fizz just kind of looks horrified about what has happened here. So we then get to our giant monster's turn. It is uh, going to just go up to this person who was spared from the attack uh, that <laughs> killed their friend. And uh, yeah, that is going to hit. Uh, it just picks them up in a massive claw, and they are split in twain. <sighs> it's rough days here at uh, Ravnica Isife. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> uh, so, with I mean everything getting closer, Isife is going to move up to try to get even with Arafine, or as close to Arafine, like, continue moving in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's still not melee range, though, right? Ah, uh, correct. Uh, then she's gonna gonna use uh, a spiritual weapon. Alright. Uh, to make an attack on the, uh, the leader. So, what does your spiritual weapon look like as you summon it? It's it has this like uh, green and um, like like multiple shades of green to it. It's like it looks like her mace but larger. Uh, outside of magic, it looks like uh, something made by a Green Lantern. <laughs> and uh, she's gonna just bring it in, um, basically like like horizontally from the right. Mm-hmm. So it's a seventeen to attack. Uh, all right, so you go and swing at the leader of this group for 17 and... Oh, no, I'm sorry. I, I forgot it was just this... 11. It was 11. I thought I was rolling something. I rolled the wrong thing. Oh, uh, what did he roll to hit? I rolled the 17 to hit. Okay, okay, yes. Okay, so that does hit, and then you're uh, hitting them for 11 damage. Yeah, sorry. So yeah, this like green summoned weapon uh, just hits them, and uh, they are confused because now they are between your weapon and risk. Uh, we are back up to the top. So our Boros uh, cops are running in to try and uh, 
keep the peace after multiple people got toasted. One of them casted fireball. It wasn't us. Yeah, you know, I mean, we'll we'll see if you can convince the Boros that uh, the Grohl definitely <laughs> cast fireball on their own folks. But uh, Arafine, it is then your turn. Arafine is going to move to cut off the vine monster. Mm-hmm. Um, like they're just going to get right in front of it. Yeah. Um, and because like they just watched this other the rest of this crew get toasted, so they like they're already confident that that the fo- like the team behind them has the rest of the guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and about the quarter staff, and uh, going to try to. Uh, I don't know what the rules are for non-lethal damage in fifth edition, but um, uh, you can just say you're going for non-lethal damage. Yeah, that's that's what that's what we're gonna do here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get two attacks per action, so that one's not so great. So you pull out your quarter staff to try and hit this thing, and both of your attacks just kind of miss. Look, it's very impressive twirling. Hey, I'm not calling you to shame the twirling. I I start <laughs> I begin clapping, even though I'm being attacked by this guy. <laughs> And as you're being attacked, Risk, what would you like to do? Um, I'm going to first remind uh, that I need to do the wild magic chart because I cast Fireball. Yes. Uh, Do do I roll or do you roll? Uh, You roll. And is there a way to just roll a d20 or is it part of the... Uh, the Bottom left-hand corner. Or it's a percentiles. Percentiles. Is it percentiles? I thought it was a... uh, I have a percentiles table. Yes. You just do the D100. Oh, you have a percentiles table. Oh, that's if it happens, right? Oh, yeah, yes. Sorry, you That's are only correct. if I get a one on the D20. Okay. Well, I am hoping. Uh, you got a three. You came awfully close. Three. Very close. Um, yeah. And then uh, I think I'm going to... How is the monster looking? Uh, I mean, the monster is a bit singed, but generally looks to be fine. Uh, The leader of this raiding band looks pretty roughed up. I think... Boy, I think I'm just going to run around him and probably take some damage when that happens. Uh, I'm going to run around him to the right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to run towards the Boros guards. Um, and I'm yelling, uh, we, we have permits for the production, and I'm going to just try to convince them that they're out of their jurisdiction and that we have all our permits for this. Like, uh, uh, I'm like waving some piece of paper as if it is the action, that it is something, um, I've, I've been this person on set before where suddenly the cops show up and our, our performance isn't finished. I'm just like, uh, I, I don't know if it's like, I guess it would be like intimidation or deception. Uh, well, first off, as you are like running by, uh, he stabs you for eight damage with a spear. Uh, okay. I 
I wince audibly and keep, but I keep running. As he is stabbed and he keeps running, um, I would like to activate my talisman and cast Rebuke of the Talisman. And he is re- the enemy is repelled 10 feet away from him, and he takes three psychic damage. Nice. Uh, three psychic damage, you said? Yes. Hell yeah. I still take the damage? The dream work. Yes, yeah, you I... still take the damage. Uh, so, uh, you are trying to lie to them, make it, yeah, make this deception check. Um, and, uh, hold on. Once per turn, uh, I have, once per long rest, you gain advantage on one attack roll ability check or saving throw. I think this is an ability check. Does that make sense? Um. Tides of Chaos. Yeah. Um, and before I regain it, you can also make me roll on the wild magic surge table, um, uh, once I rest, uh, to regain it. Um. But uh, this is a... Would you say it's in... I guess it doesn't matter. It's all plus seven. Uh, I'm just going to roll Persuasion, if that's okay. Uh, I'm saying this is deception. Like, deception. actually trying okay. to lie to them. Uh, tw- uh, but uh, I get to roll it twice. I'll take the 22. Yeah, yeah, that 22 is pretty nice. Uh, so uh, we will see how they respond on their turn. Urza, it is then your turn. So as the uh, gruel leader gets shoved back from her talisman, she's going to, uh, yeah, she's going to cast an Eldritch Blast at them. Mm-hmm. And when she starts her incantation, this really large, very bright gold orb kind of appears in her hand as she just chucks it towards them, almost like a volleyball. <laughs> 14. Oof, that misses. Okay. So you chuck your orb and... I'm going to uh, follow Risk. With my rest of my movement. All right, thirty feet after risk, it is our leader's turn, and she's not having a very good day. He he wanted to fuck some shit up, and they're trying to write this off as street performance art. <laughs> And so he is going to run uh, over to you, Urza. Okay. He's going to make three spear attacks. Oof. All three of those are unfortunately going to hit. Oof. Uh, That is 34 damage from the three attacks uh, coming at you as he just stabbed you with the spear. You doing all right there? Oh, yeah. Perfectly fine. (laughs) I only have four HP. It's fine. I'm alive. This is fine. Uh, The other two, uh, uh, the last two of these guys, uh, one of them is 
actually going to try and get out of here. And another is going to just go and charge at the guards. Because, I mean, that's, that's, that is what these mm-hmm. beautiful, sad idiots are. Makes sense. To do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just yelled, Gerald, Gerald, I got this. Leave it alone. <laughs> uh, luckily, he misses with uh, attacking with his club. It's the leader of the uh, guards turn who had the little goblin come and attack him. He's like, uh, so they didn't... Goddamn performance artist, and he's going to just start heading back. Uh, This poor little dude, like he's he's trying to be his most violent little goblin self, and like, not only did he miss, but the guy he was attacking just walked away from him. It's gonna be so humiliating. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it is, especially because he misses attacking the uh, leader of the Boros Battalion as he has like got his back turned and is slowly walking away in frustration. Uh, it is our giant monster's turn, and it is going to uh, pick up Arafine, who is right in front. Yeah, Hachimachi, that is going to be a hit. Uh, you are taking... Oh, luckily that's low. Uh, you are taking 12 damage, and you are grappled uh, in this vine claw situation that it has. And it is the Cephe's turn. Uh, so Cephe's gonna come up and close the defense, go to where Urza is. Mm-hmm. Arriving just, I guess, just after the spear blows. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's gonna kind of put her hand down as if to steady Urza. And she's going to cast Cure Wounds. Aww. For 14. Nice. Very nice. A very helpful centaur. She does her best. (laughs) It's very much appreciated. I won't forget your kindness. So we are back up to the top. The other Boros are generally retreating like I think one of them is staying behind because they're like, oh, I'm going to take five here. I, I, I like this whole performance art thing. <laughs> it really brings the city to life. Like, they can't make a living here with gentrification, but, you know, I, 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 I like it. It gives a natural. Uh, Arafine, you are currently grappled. Yes. What are my available options when I, when a, I am grappled? Uh, you can try to escape. Uh, when you are grappled, your speed becomes zero, and you cannot benefit from any bonus to your speed. Uh, it ends if the grappler is incapacitated, or if you uh, are out of reach of the grappling creature, such as if it got moved away by a thunder wave spell or similar movement. You can okay. attack if that's what you want to do, though. Okay, so I, and I don't have to worry about any kind of disadvantage or anything? Nope. Okay, cool. Um, Arafine is going to drop their quarterstaff. Um, just just full on, just let go of it, because why try to stow it right now? 
and is going to spend a key point to invoke Fangs of the Fire Snake, mm -hmm. uh, which looks a lot like it sounds. Uh, these kind of uh, fiery, snake-like things sort of form along their arms, and they are just going to uh, start wailing on this thing with uh, flaming punches. Oh, yeah. 16? Uh, a 16 hits. Yeah. Yeah, it does. 7 damage. 7 fire damage. And are you going to spend a key point to get that bonus? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I am. So an extra 1d10. Mm -hmm. 2 more damage. Nice. Um, but I got one more punch. And that's a nat one, so that's not going to hit. Yeah, I think you just, like, make one punch, and then, like, all the, like, fire fist energy goes into that one punch, and the next one just misses. Risk, it is your turn. Um, I am going to... Hmm... Man, I had an idea, but now that you're being grappled, I think it would actually hit you as well, and I'm not... That is... Risk is thinking too much. What do you look like? What does your character look like again? Arafine? Yes. Um, Arafine is tall and blue and bald, and uh, has skin that looks faintly wet all of the time. Okay. They're part of the Blue Man crew. <laughs> are you? Uh, is your guild uh, well represented? Like, do you? Do you? Are you uh, showing any guild marks? Um, in so much as my body is essentially a guild mark. Sure. Uh, yes. Uh, cool. I'm going to cast color spray. Now is when I pull out this uh, these feathers that have been painted red, um, and I. Uh, blow them, and instead of blowing them, instead of blowing away, they just burn up in my hand, um, and then a dazzling array of flashing colored light springs from my hand, um, and I'm casting color spray on it. And color spray. I'm actually going to cast this at second level just in case. Um, and so it needs to roll... 8d10. Well, uh, what's the thing? Uh, it has a saving throw versus... No, there's no Oh, there's saving just throw. no saving throw? Oh, no, you basically start spending uh, hit points out of that pool based on who has the lowest hit points. Sure. 43. So you spray this creature with your like red feathers making it rain and like how what does it look like as risk is doing this i think it just seems like it is like a like a little bit above it just red feathers seem like they're f falling down from the sky uh and then when they touch the ground they kind of burn up and appear again above it so you're doing that, and I, I feel like we get this, like, zoom-in shot where it's, like, this really big, like, you're doing a K.O. Kin, uh, like, 
big move and then you just go and only like half this creature is covered with feathers and it does not seem to be bothered by it at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> fair, fair. Like we get the comedic, oh, we scale it up so we see how big this creature is compared to risk. Uh-huh. Uh, I think uh, I well, I'm gonna also roll my d20 here for wild magic. Nope. And then uh, I think I am just going to start yelling and trying to get its attention. Fair enough. Uh, it is Urza's turn. Yes, I would like to cast command on the commander that's in front of me. Mm-hmm. I need a wisdom save. 14. Oh, it needs it a 15 to pass. <laughs> I mean, so, it's, it's, it's gross. So, yeah, yeah. I, I figured, I figured. So, as uh, Asefe comes over and finishes healing Urza, her eyes start to glow like gold Zenos and she kind of holds her hand out towards the uh, creature I'm assuming he's a human uh yeah the uh, leader yeah. so she holds her hand out towards him and as her eyes start to shimmer like gold Zenos she yells out in a very loud and booming voice as she commands him to grovel before her. Ah, uh, yeah. He gets down on his knees. Yes. Tell me what I must do. And let's see. That makes him in the prone position, correct? Yes. Yep. Okay. Um... After he falls to his knees, I'm gonna mm, step away, like, to the uh, right, about three squares. Cool. Yes. Uh, yeah, so it is his turn, and he just gets down and grovels. Uh, our tiny little friend <laughs> ever just trying to cause some shit uh, runs up to the guard who is watching this and continues to miss. Uh, our He's trying, okay. He, he is. The other one just like drops. He just gets out of here. Uh, the commander's just like a performance art. Gerald, leave leave the man alone. Uh, which brings us back to our giant crab monster, who is carrying Arafine in his hand, is going to make an attack on risk. Does a twenty three hit? Hmm. Let me let me see. Uh, armor class 12. Uh, yes, it hits. Important uh, point of clarification. Yes. This. What is this monster attacking Risk with? And is it Arafine? Uh, no, it has two claws. 
this this is essentially a redecorated huge giant crab. Not okay. just a huge crab, not just a giant crab, but a huge giant crab. You say it's redecorated? Uh, yeah, like, it's a monster made out of vines, but I'm just using the sapphire sure, sure. giant crab. Uh, I, I just say, oh no, it's gonna make us kiss! <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh, so... You are grabbed for 24 bludgeoning damage. I am at zero. I would like to rebuke my talisman. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And when it hits them, they get knocked 10 feet away. Uh, From the the, wearer. The good news is that causes both risk and Aerophine to be dropped. Yes, and it takes uh, three psychic damage. Nice. That's the power of teamwork, and now, <laughs> now it can't make risk an airfield kiss. <laughs> it, it's very specific about a chips for this podcast. Uh-huh. And... <laughs> Ursa's like, I will not have any of that nonsense. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> not not till the plot has earned it. <laughs> uh I am at zero though. I am I am I hit the okay. ground unconscious. Okay. We got you, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so uh Isife is going to like see see the monster grab risk get like repelled back and then risk just <laughs> collapse ragdoll. you know just like yeah ragdolls out and uh she, she's just going to like look at the sky for like what split second like it's going to be one of these parties mm-hmm. <laughs> uh and then she's going to push forward um to get to risk um mm-hmm so that she can cast Revivify. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Risk has not actually died. I was going to say, you could heal him and oh, stabilize him. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, because uh, I also don't believe you have 300 diamonds worth, or 300 gold worth of diamonds on you. I'm not uh, worth it. You could also do medicine to stabilize, but it's kind of yeah. Like you've got, you have many options here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. Then I, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, use uh, cure wounds for. Uh, so it's six, but then it's actually gonna be um, plus three more, so it's gonna be for nine because of the life domain. Cycle of life. I feel like, oh yeah, no, it says a total of twelve there. Well, so, but then you're adding the the extra bonus then for the cycle of life, or is the roll adding it in? Ah, uh, the roll I believe adds that. Yeah, in. It, it says okay. it's a D eight plus six, so it's factoring in that's extra six already. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, all right. So we are back up to the top. Uh, the remaining soldier who is just getting bothered by this goblin who's trying to murder him and is just ineffective is just like, yeah, 
great. I love this. I love this. Uh, play a jaunty tune next. And Arapine, <laughs> it is your turn. Uh, all right. Um, charges right back in because uh, that's what they do. Uh, just goes right back after that thing uh, with a full-on like uh, like flying jump kick. And let's see here. And that's gonna miss. <laughs> Oof. Loving that roll. Loving, loving that. Loving every minute of it. Um, but I do get another attack, so... How's an 18? That 18 is definitely going to hit. That is 7 damage, and I'm going to spend a key point to try a stunning strike with it. Con save, DC 13. It rolled a 14. Well, that's rude. I know. Well, technically it rolled a 9, and then it has a plus 5 to its con because it is a giant, a huge giant crab. Uh, Arafine <laughs> makes her displeasure with this known. Uh, yeah, you still did 7 damage to it? Yeah. Just, Arafine's just not happy. Fair. Speaking of people who are probably not super happy, Risk. Um, I heard it, it just filters in a moment later, and I start trying to sing a jaunty. <laughs> I'm still on the ground, kind of crumpled and pr- punch drunk, but I'm like, Well, the ragdoll sleeps in the, in, the, in the bed of lava. And then um, I'm going to like shake my head. Uh, I'm going to use a. Uh, I'm going to cast. Uh, what is it called? I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers at second level. Mm-hmm. Um, targeting this um, this crab. So I'm. this is me singing this jaunty tune, but it's just really discordant. Um, and for whatever reason, he's the only one who can really make it out. Um, and uh, he gets a wisdom save. He sings a song of the whaling folk that also hunt for crabs. But not just any crabs, but some huge giant crabs. Ah, uh, you yeah, know, it he fails. Okay. So he takes uh, 11 psychic damage. I'm, a, I'm actually going to use one of my... Uh, I'm going to use uh, one of my key points to re-roll this one. You mean your sorcery points? That's or? what I meant. I, I, I forgot I had them until somebody said key points, and then that's why my in my brain it just stuck as key points. Yeah, I'm going to use one of these font of magic points and re-roll one of these d6s. Yeah, that's better. That's one of the best things about being a sorcerer. Thir- so 13 uh, psychic damage. And then I am going to get up. Uh, I feel like my the, the head garb is just like shattered on the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, that was a rental. <laughs> All right. So, Urza, it is your turn. Alright. Um, I would like to move to the left one, two, three. Yeah, three squares. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try to uh, cast Eldritch Blast again. Alright. Does an eight yeah, does an eighteen hit the uh, leader? 
You mean the guy who's lying prone because you commanded oh, oh, him to gravel? Yes, never mind. <laughs> so, uh, roll that with advantage. Uh, okay, hold on. Let me roll that again. You never know when a nat 20 will come up. Oh, uh, it's 18 again. So, yep. anyway, that's fine. So, as he's uh, still groveling on the other side of the fountain, Urza's uh, going to take a few steps away closer towards her teammates. And she's going to mutter a few words in Celestial as the large golden orb manifests itself in her hand. And she's just going to, like, pelt it in straight down into his face, like Dunk Master style. You know, just she's mad at him. And he's going to take eight points of force damage. And... Does that change because he's uh, prone? No, he just takes eight. Okay. Eight fours. Uh, it is his turn, and I'm double checking. Yeah, command only lasts one, one round. Yes. And so he's going to get back up. And he's like, You don't make me grovel. And. Uh, he's going to... I feel like that's demonstrably false based on evidence. Uh, a 19 is going to hit you, I assume. Yes. Uh, uh, you are taking 9 damage and I need a strength save from you. Okay. I am... I don't have noodle arms. 12. Uh, you are not prone and he says... Now you're going to beg for that thing. And that is the end of his turn. It's now back to the true hero of this story, our, our, our poor little goblin who continues to miss. Gerald, <laughs> leave the man alone. <laughs> We're going to end up adopting Gerald as a mascot. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's how this whole thing works. So, uh, it is then our huge giant crab's turn. Uh, huge giant crab is going to attack Arafine because they are closest. And being very obnoxious. Yeah, uh, that is going to hit for 32 damage, unfortunately. Um, I'm down. Was that with the pincers? With the claws, yeah. Damn. So, uh, it is, uh, it's Cephe's turn. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm in death save territory. Because that was, uh, a lot of hit points at once. Uh, alright, so... Don't forget about your spiritual weapon. You could use it, that as a bonus action to mm -hmm. attack with it. Okay. Uh, so I, th I think Airfane's just going to basically, now that Risk is up, is going to try to move over, gallop over to um, Airfane mm -hmm. uh, to cure wounds. Um... 
to do that. So this is going to be for 10. Nice. Okay, I'll take 10. And then, yeah, and then as a bonus action, use the move the spiritual weapon over to attack the commander. Mm-hmm. That's a 5 to hit, so... Nope. That is probably going to be a miss. Yeah, that's going to be a miss. So, uh, Soldier just continues watching. Arafine, you are still grappled by this monster. Oh, that was a grapple attack as well? Yeah. All okay. of its attacks that hit are grapple. Okay. Um, how is this thing looking? Is it looking kind of beat up? Uh... Yeah, I I mean it's still got plenty of fight in it. It but, says uh, tamed you know, or some du- subdued, so it can be tamed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like maybe punching is not necessarily the best option. Just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if anybody like, has taming, yeah, like taming with fists is what Arafine does. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Also, taxes with fists and some light French cooking with fists. <laughs> it's basically like like that's their whole skill set right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna try to break the grapple, I guess. All right. And uh, what do I need to roll going, for that? Uh, I believe that is a strength check. For a escape DC of fourteen, so uh, you can either roll strength or dex. Strength or dex. Well, my dex is slightly better, so I'm gonna do that one. Nat twenty. Oh yeah! So you're able to pop out of that, but you just slip through, making a uh, use of that always sort of wet skin. Yep. Um, let's see here. And I'll say, because you did get that at 20, uh, you get a bonus, you can treat that as your bonus action as opposed to your, uh, full action. Nice. Um, well, then in that case, I will, um, let's see, I'm all out of key points, so it's good to go right back to Whalen on this thing. That's a 21 to hit. Uh, that 21 hits. All right. It's for five damage. Mm-hmm. One more. That's a 19 to hit. That hits. That's another five damage. And yeah, mm-hmm. like like Arafine is, is doing non-lethal this entire time. Mm-hmm. Like Arafine is not trying to kill this thing. Yeah. Knock it out, sure. Just still punching a giant monster. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I just I just want to kinda assuage some concerns here. Fair. Like this is this is actually punch taming. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay, well I will let you uh roll a check then. Uh roll an animal handle. Uh, yeah, like, after being grappled by this, you kind of, like, change 
how you're hitting it. And so it's just more of like long stroke, almost like a pet. <laughs> you massaging it? <laughs> I'm hitting it with knife, with, with knife strikes. I'm just using the flat of my hand and hitting very close to the surface of the monster. It's very similar to a claw, like the way they hit each other with claw, their claws to... to... <laughs> To show they love each other. Yeah. Risk, it is your turn. Okay. Um, I am going to uh, use a sorcery point to uh, uh, quick action uh, or use a spell as a quicken spell. And I am going to cast Cloud of Daggers. Um, as a third level spell centered on the square that is the center of the crab. Uh huh. I fill the air with spinning daggers in a cube five feet on each side centered on a point I choose within range. Creature takes 44 or plus 2d4 because it's uh, at level three. Um, and, uh, a creature takes 44 when it enters the spell or for the first time on a turn that it starts its turn there. Um, and that is... Fifteen. And then I'm going to uh, begin singing to calm it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Uh-huh. I'm uh-huh. I'm summoning a cloud of uh-huh. daggers. Yes. Look, does Alvaro think that this is a really effective thing? No, but I I established Riss doesn't like animal actors. He doesn't understand. Uh yeah, I think he's he's going to try to uh uh sing uh uh a crab sleep song of some uh, type. Oh my god! You know one of those okay. famous crab sleep songs. If you sing me a mm-hmm. crab sleep song that you just come up with right on the spot, I will give you advantage on this. All right, give me give me one second. Okay, he pulls out a pulls out a guitar. Mm-hmm. It's not a guitar. It's whatever. It's like oh my god, they have like a really weird name for the one he has, and he's like, oh crab. You want to sleep, you want to sleep beneath the seas, beneath the seas you sleep. <laughs> I should have too. Beautiful. It was beautiful. It was amazing. I clap, but I'm on the ground prone. You know? Also, we're trying to get him to sleep. So don't, no. <laughs> the, knives, the knives are bad enough. So I'm going to do performance with advantage, you said? Yes. That's a 22 or a less than 22. I'll take the 22. All right. So, uh, it, it, it seems a bit calmer now. Urza. Well, I'm on the ground prone, so it's going to take my movement to get up, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, I'll use my movement to get up, mm-hmm. and 
I am going to cast. Yeah, I'm gonna cast a guiding bolt. Uh, you shoot this guiding bolt, and it misses. Yep. Um. Yep. I'm gonna use my bonus action, and I'm going to do healing light on myself. <clears throat> And I will expend one, two, three. I'll expend four D6s. That's the max I can do for right now. And one, two, three, four. All right. And let's see. Well, heal myself for nine. All right. Uh, So it is the Gruel leader's turn, and he's just not having a good time today. And, like, he just goes to push you again for uh, pin damage, and I need another strength save. Everyone's a critic. Yeah, it, it's just like y'all are trying to calm this thing down by like petting it and singing its songs, and then just in the background, this massive burly man is beating up the priest. Yeah. <laughs> and y'all aren't doing anything to stop him. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ten. Ah, uh, yes, you are not prone again. Okay. Uh, All right. <laughs> We, he didn't kill anyone yet, so it seems like yeah, like there's a, a, a bigger threat. Uh, our goblin continues to just roll horribly, trying to attack this guard. Uh, it is the crab's turn, and it is going to go... It takes 44, or 64 damage from spinning knives. Would you like to roll that? Yeah. Um, so Cloud of Daggers. To 16. So it uh, is going to go and move closer to you. It does not provoke an attack of opportunity. And it is going to try and pick you up, Risk. Uh, with a 17, that is going to get you. Is there or, a roll no. I can make to attempt to not stop singing? It does not provoke an attack of opportunity by leaving... It oh no, because it's still at a... Le- yeah. Because it's still at a... Yep, okay. Gotcha. Sorry, actually that hits you. That's a 22 on you, not a 17. Uh, it is going to pick you up for 31 damage. Okay. Probably I will stop singing. Because <laughs> I <laughs> was at 12 hit points. Oh no. I'll... I'll <laughs> I can't... I can't use my rebuke on him if I'm prone, can I? Uh, let me... 
C. Uh, rebuke. If I can see him, it says I can do it. Yeah, you you can see him. Okay. Yeah, I will activate my talisman to rebuke the crab creature, shoving him ten feet away from risk. <laughs> Doing yep. three psychic. I keep getting dropped. Like he lifts me up, I die, and then I fall to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Yasife, it is your turn. Uh, so Yasefe <laughs> is going to basically, you know, just brought Arafin back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, look over at the, like, crumpled form of Risk now. Like, the armor pieces missing and stuff. Um, also, look back at Urza with the captain, like, standing there. Um, and she's she's just going to move over to Risk. And... Um, Cast, cast Cure Wounds. Roll that. How does damage uh, above the amount that I had work? Uh, it just gets you to zero unless it's like over twi- over your uh, full hit point total. Okay. And then you're dead dead. Okay. Alright, so Risk, you're being cured for 17. Oh, dang. Nice. Okay. Uh, and then bonus action. I'm going to use the spiritual. Up. Oh. Uh, use the, yeah, use the spiritual weapon to attack the captain once more. Nice. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, we are back up to the top. The soldier is still just enjoying this thing, especially now that the monster is like coming closer to him. Like, I, I love this. It's theater everywhere. <laughs> this little guy, he, he's like really good at stage fighting. Arafine, it is your turn. Okay, I want to try something weird, and I don't know how to do it. Um, mm-hmm. But I have 50 feet of rope in my inventory. Mm-hmm. I would like to try and lasso this thing. Uh, yeah. Roll animal handling. Oh, nice shit. To sneak the rope right in between the vines. You get uh, it, and uh, that was a 19. Uh, yeah, it, it, it seems to have some level of calming effect on it. Risk. Good, yeah, uh, with that, um, before I do anything, like, oh, yeah. I'm just gonna, like, once I've got that rope, like, lassoed around it, I'm just gonna, like, pull it taut. And, like, my goal is to keep it from getting any closer to that dude. Fair enough. Uh, Risk, it is your turn. Um, I get up. And brush myself off and then look down. I've broken all of the strings on the guitar as it fell. Uh, and I am, oh boy, am I upset. And uh, I turn and look at the guy who was in charge of the thing. 
And I'm like, you're supposed to handle the animal actors. Uh, and I am going to hit him with a, a magic missile at... Do I... What, what are the... Uh, I have... I already used this. Oh, can I move the cloud of daggers? Oh, no, it's gone once I stop concentrating. Um, so I'm going to magic missile him at second level. Oh, each of them deals five. So one more dart. So four, 20 damage. All right. Wow. So uh, you just, what do your magic missiles look like? Um, they are, uh, they're like spinning, like almost like they look like ninja stars while they're spinning. But then once they, uh, once they all like float up from my hand, they turn in, like they straighten and they're daggers and then they just like stab into the guy. Nice. Uh, roll your magic, wild magic. Oh, right. I've listened to a lot of Unsleeping City, and I forgot that it was a homebrew rule that the wild magic just built up. It's like if you missed the first one, it was on a one or a two. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, it's wonderful. Um, yeah, but I got a nine. Um, uh, and Urza. It, oh, did he ahead. drop? No, he's still up. Okay. Um, I don't... How does... Uh, I, I have ram. I have the ability to ram. <laughs> Is it a bonus action? Uh, I don't know. Uh, actions. Ram. Uh, yeah. So that is... Uh, you can go and make an attack with your head and your horns. Yes. Uh, I'm going to... If, if I'm able to do that as well as casting a spell, I am going to do that to this. You had this. to use your movement to get up after you were Oh, right. Down. Fair. Never mind then. All right. So, Urza, it is your turn now. <laughs> All right. I'm going to use my movement and stand back up, kind of brushing off my vestments. And I am going to try to Eldritch Blast him. He's right in front of my face. Mm -hmm. Hopefully it goes better. Clicky click button. Yes, it goes a lot better. Yeah. With 25. So as she uh, materializes the golden orb in her hand, she's just going to like cram it right into his face. And it does seven points of bludgeoning. He is looking pretty messed up right now and i'm going to use my bonus action to use the last two dice of my healing light on myself mm -hmm. and two and i heal myself for another eight points all right yeah he's looking because things have really not gone his way and he is going to uh, go to try and just get out of here at this point. So uh, that is going to be getting an attack of opportunity from Urza and Risk. All right. 
It has to be a melee, right? Cause... Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Elkabong him. I, 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 he. There's no way I don't just hit him with the guitar when I said I have it in my hands, right? Like, mm -hmm. I probably should hit him with an actual weapon, but uh, I'm gonna do that. I don't. How would I do that? Uh, just roll a unarmed strike, and then I'll add on what the damage okay. would be. A seven misses. I'm assuming. Yes, and a ten. Uh, a tin would also miss. Yeah, I figured. So he just starts running past you all. Let's see if our little goblin friend can attack. No! He's just <laughs> rolled. That's his best roll tonight. Ah, uh, the huge giant crab is going to go and try and pick up our little goblin friend. Uh, and is going to successfully pick him up and break him in half. And the guard is just like, this illusion is amazing! As he is just showered with viscera mm -hmm. in front of him. Yasife, it is your turn. Uh, so... The, the giant crab thing has been restrained, kind of? Uh, right? it, it does not seem <laughs> as angry as it had been. It's not fully chill yet. Not fully chill yet. Um... Paraffin's current, uh, current stance is just attempting to keep it from getting closer to the guard. Okay. Um... I think at that point, then, I think um, Esefe is actually going to just walk towards the vine monster mm -hmm. with her hands up and her, like, her arms out mm -hmm. and just draw its attention, chill it out, um, kind of show, you know, I'm not going to hit you with a bunch of flying daggers. <laughs> Yeah, lie to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, so she's she's just going to try to draw it, um, draw its attention from from the guard from that the city side. Bring it. Yeah, uh, I will say uh, roll animal handling with advantage. All right, so one, uh, and then. All right, yeah, so I'll take the 23. <laughs> so you see it is starting to look positively serene at this point. And, uh... It just ate that goblin. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 you know. I mean, it doesn't eat it. it like, uh, it, it, it just broke it in half. You know, like, you ever pop a, one of those, like, Packing foam bubbles, or mm -hmm. oh, it's, but it's a goblin, so it's squishy. It's like Gak. Anyone remember Gak? Yes. Oh, of course. Yes, I do. 
Uh, all right, so Soldier is just continuing to love this show. Arafine, it is your turn. Um, so this thing looks like it's finally starting to calm down here. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably like one or two more good checks would get it. I think, um, I think, uh, like watching what's going on here, Arafine's going to kind of start, uh, pulling in the, the line and as she, as they like approach it mm-hmm. and just sort of like try to guide it, um, into like a sitting position maybe or or something yeah uh roll that animal handling with advantage nice good thing for the advantage so that is a uh, 18 so you this and uh, all of you give me a quick uh, perception check. I got a 12. 15. Not one. 18. So. Oh, do you have to. Okay, is it only for your spells? spells? Yeah. Okay. I mean. Yeah, it is. So as you are like tightening this lasso that you've got around this giant creature, it just like sits down and you notice that like around where it sits, just kind of like weeds and grass starts to pop up underneath it. And you have successfully calmed it down. Now what? Well, the bad guy is still the the leader is still there. He's like right there. So yeah, I mean, if y'all, he is trying to actively get away. Uh yeah, I mean, it is uh, risks turn if they want to um, murder this dude. I uh yeah, because he's too close to that guy for comfort. Right. Uh, magic missile doesn't miss. I'm just going to magic missile him again. Nice. Um, uh, spells. Can I? Oh, yeah. I still have all my first levels. Okay. Uh, so, uh, six damage? I'm going to re-roll. I'm going to use a spell point. If I still have any, I do. Well, it's the same. Um, So, nine damage. Yeah, you chuck it. You, like, shoot more of your daggers at it, and he's still standing. Urza? I'm gonna use my movement to go next to where Asefe is. Mm-hmm. And I'm going. Wait, is that Asefe or Risk? 
that's a Sefe up at the top. Oh, I'll, next to Risk. My bad. I don't want to be right there. I want to be. <laughs> and then I'm gonna hurl another Eldritch Blast at him. These just giant golden orbs. They they look tangible. They look solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Does a fourteen hit him? Uh, that is unfortunately going to miss. Damn it. All right. And I end my turn. The gladiator is going to uh, just book the heck out of there. Yeah, you better run, you asshole. And y'all have successfully calmed down the giant monster. Um, the moment we uh, the situation is calm, I pass like a hat to the guard, <laughs> <laughs> like and just like <clears throat> uh, I'm gonna. Is, is there like a um, what is it? Persuasion, maybe. Uh, roll performance. Okay, with advantage because I mean the guard was into it. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's either. Uh, eight, because I rolled a one, or a twelve. The guard is kind of like, oh, you did this for the love of the art, and they just give you, uh, twenty gold. Okay. And just kind of walk away disgusted. Um, I split that with everybody. Oh, but I, I leave it. I, there is a, also a cut for the crab because I don't really understand the situation. <laughs> so you're splitting that uh, so everyone gets four. Yeah. Late night multiplication. All right. And uh, yeah, so the crab is mollified and what do y'all want to do while you were here? Um, I'm going. I want to storm back off towards the area we started in, towards the table, and see if uh, our informant is still around because they never gave us any other instruction other than kill the crab, or not kill the crab, but uh, subdue the crab. Uh, so as you return, there's a note card that says, I will see you in 20 days. <laughs> Keep close. Build your alliance. The guild pack needs it. Good job. <laughs> and inside is 400 gold. How do you put gold in here? I've been sitting here trying to put in this. You click the little gold icon where your weight is ah, on your inventory. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, how do can you split that between us? Uh, that would be a hundred and four gold, including the tip that y'all got for performing. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, and I'm like, okay, so we have uh, we have 
plenty of time to get like matching uniforms or or something uh what what are your sizes i just like pull out a little notepad that's like really decorative and i'm like what are your sizes i'll figure it out i think we should figure out where what we should do with our crab friend first well yeah, yeah i'll we, find his size we we'll get we us all get crabby we <laughs> We don't need to buy him an outfit. I'm sure he's fine with what he's wearing. We need to get him back home. Sefe's going to at least move to try to start loosening the the lasso Mm -hmm. at this point. It was just like the the crab has calmed. There's no need to hold it any longer. Yeah. Uh, So you do have us. Sylvan has an ability if you want to try and communicate with us. Oh, yeah. That would actually, uh, uh, yeah, she, she'll ask it um, what or, or who who made it come here. It seems confused. Uh, like you get more of uh, pictures from its mind as opposed to words and you just see kind of like this heavy green uh like tinted vision as it's just like rising up from the ground and smashing cities and the grohl kind of like see it doing this and it they like tag along on its journey uh you don't really see an origin point Okay. Um, and I think it... I think she's just going to ask it to 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 turn around and re- return to the rubble belt. It uh, slowly and peacefully walks back and as it goes it leaves this trail of like flower... of like very weedy flowers and other plants. And it returns to the rubble bag. I'm like applauding the flowers. Like, bra- bravo. A- amazing. Oh yeah, like there's a few other people who are, like, watch this whole thing and who didn't die. Mm-hmm. And like, they're fascinated. Yeah. Arza will say a quick prayer for the souls lost and she's going to kind of rifle through the bodies and see if any of them were followers of the church, if there's any alms coins left on their body, etc. Oh, what was on them was pretty easily destroyed between uh, the fireball and the person being broken in half. They did not have anything of it. I think as I'm like putting together, trying to get the helmet back together, they are with the maker. I I pull. I'm like, oh, what is this? And I'm like, oh, is this yours? Uh, this happens all the time. As it like, I just assume that it it got caught on the spikes. She takes the talisman back from him, and she kind of nods her head and <laughs> smiles slightly. Yeah, it must have fallen off of my person yeah and uh she's going to tuck it back all on the side of her 
chain belt. And you pass on what the note said. Yes, I show the note to everyone and divvy up the coinage and uh, kind of look towards everyone. And so how do you suggest we grow our following without telling them what we're doing? Well, I mean, matching outfits couldn't hurt. I know that I, I don't want to sound like a broken record. I can't believe that I'm agreeing, but... And, wh and what think... should these out set outfits look like? Hmm? We are, are masking for a cause that we need to grow, that we can't tell anybody what the cause is for. Maybe, maybe it's like... Uh... But like okay okay yeah yeah like uh all black leotards but like really oh shiny gosh. and like uh <laughs> no okay no okay i see uh maybe like a lot of flame nope okay uh let me think about it let me think i'll let i'll i and he just starts drawing in his notebook like he's like hmm and there's like probably way too many sequins and like spikes on it for anybody else's taste like immediately you're not recruiting us for rakdos risk he just like he's like right and he just like crosses out the page and flips it and then he's like writes the word greens with a question mark like, <laughs> like, like I, what do other people like green uh uh well i for one am exhausted and we have many days to sort Whatever that is out. Everyone likes flames, right? I think they're pretty neat. Right, right. And uh, I say we return back to our respective halls. Respective halls, yeah. And uh, I'm going to take a nap. And with that, we wrap up our first adventure with the party. Yay! Great. <laughs> we did it. We only died a lot. That's okay, though. Mm -hmm. Only died a little. It didn't stick. It wasn't permanent death. <laughs> That's all that matters. Yeah. to Established Property Playhouse, Ravnica. I am your Game Master, Luke. Uh, I use he, him, sometimes they, them. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Coltreg, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G, and you can find my other podcast projects at LukeHair, L-U-K-E-H-E-R-R.com, which includes uh, 
Domance Dawn, my Weird Simpsons and One Piece mashup podcast, Exiled, my long-running Marvel fanfic podcast, RPG Pals Club, another actual play that I run, and much more along with comics work and various things that I have written. And then, uh, Alvaro, would you like to go next? Uh, sure. Um, I... Uh, hi, my name's Alvaro Lopez Moreno. Um, I do surreal algorithm art and industrial rap metal as Worm, uh, in, in the project Wormtooth. Uh, if you, uh, want to go, you can find it at wormtooth.net or follow me on underscore Wormtooth on Instagram or Twitter, underscore Wormtooth on Twitter as well. Um, and that's i mean that's really kind of about it i also have like a couple other music projects uh you can check out i guess coca-cola scarface which you can find on spotify and um the bad twins which you can find also on spotify uh nola uh hi i'm nola Thau. you can find me uh running the show over at women write about comics um i also write for comics xf and you can find me on basically all social media at nola fal uh, that's n-o-l-a-p-f-a-u and do not try to explain comics to me <laughs> uh clavy yeah um, hi friends uh i'm clavy you can find me playing magic the gathering and tabletop games on the internet uh you can find me playing magic uh, on a lot of streams in the community, but also on a channel that I co-host with friends. It's twitch.tv uh, CNC Power Hour. And you can also find me playing uh, a D&D campaign uh, with the Venture Maidens. Uh, that's twitch.tv The Venture Maidens. Uh, and yeah, you can find me anywhere online at mtg underscore Clavy. And Liz. Hello, everyone. I'm Elizabeth. I don't really have much of an online presence. But I love video games and I love D and D. You can find me on Twitter at birdie underscore cuckoo. That's b i r d i e underscore k u k u. You have been listening to Established Property Playhouse Ravnica. Our theme music uh, is by People Need Goals, which you can find on Twitter at, at People Need Goals. And our uh, cover art was by uh, Re. Uh, you can find on Twitter at at Re Dan E E L O L I V A R Re D Olivar.com. And uh, yeah, make sure to check out the other shows that we have done for Established Property Playhouse with me as the GM and different. Uh, the current series is going to be updating weekly and above all thank you for listening check out more of our work at establishedpropertyplayhouse.com or on twitter at estproplayhouse and remember there is no 10th guild <laughs>